0: Ronananian. I like that quiet time in a repair shop. And it it pops up at the oddest hours when you least expect it. And sometimes it's not at the end of the day. Sometimes it's dang right in the middle of the afternoon. Well, she got her daddy's car and she cruised through the hamburger stand now. Seems she forgot all about the library like she told her old man now.
1: And with the radio blast and goes cruising just
2: The Car Doctor.
0: If your gut tells you, I don't think I want to get married and have kids with this person, then chances are you probably don't want them working on your car either.
3: Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, The Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here
0: to take your calls. At 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hey, welcome. Ronnie Naney and the Car Doctor here. And uh, suffering a mechanical malaise as my headphones are starting to cut out on this live remote here at the Car Doctor weekend. As we're live at the Wild Hot Rod Party at the uh, Sheridan Crossroads in Mawa, New Jersey. That's good, Tom. And, um, and there you go. Now I can really hear everything as it's starting up. And uh, I just lost it again, Tom, if Tom could fix it. Hang on, folks. We're fixing things as we go here on The Car Doctor because that's what remotes are all about as things break. But then again, that's what mechanics are about. As things break, they fix them and uh, they make it work. But in the meantime, while Tom and Tony frantically try to resolve my headphones that no longer work, I'm going to turn to my left and speak of my guest as we open this hour of the car doctor here at the dead man's curve wild hot rod weekend number four uh here in the sheridan crossroads of mowa new jersey um she's someone that needs no introduction definitely not to me she is that bubbly smile that just lights up the screen whenever she's on it and uh i say that in all sincerity and uh, she's somebody from the movie that probably shaped my life i have to tell you that did it uh, yeah it really did candy clark and uh, we're glad to have you here on the Car Doctor with us. Thank you.
1: And what is the movie? Uh, well, you didn't it would, mention it. It would,
0: it would be American Graffiti. That's right. O- although you were great in in Blue Thunder, I, I was. Oh, st- thank
1: uh, you. Uh, I heard that you liked my car. Yeah, that, that Vega, I drove that. That, thing that, thing was, that was really wouldn't, cool. Wouldn't yeah. even move. Uh,
0: yeah, that was that was kind of it. Um, but American Graffiti. You know, yes. I, I saw that. I was 16 years old. Now I have to I have to backtrack a little bit. My father passed when I early in life. I was 11 years old. My dad died. Oh no. And. Um, you know, I was that lost little kid, and I started taking apart things mechanical and and, and playing around. And uh, I, I got to be pretty good at things. And when I was fifteen, my mother came out and she said, "You've taken all this stuff apart. Either start putting something together, or, or make it a career." And um, it was at that moment. A year later, American Graffiti came out. We saw that black fifty-five. Yeah. And, and I uh, hear
1: and I see your car right there. It's yeah. a direct um, replica. And I think it's, it's better than Falfa's.
0: So, what do you, what does it mean when? Uh, well, Falfa's was a field car, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we won't say why, though. This is family radio. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and that's a true story. is you know, it? 40, oh, about 40, you. About me. Forty years later, does that... it? Well, 42, what is that? Is actually. It, it, 40 it came out in now? 1973.
1: We shot it in 72. And uh, it's the best hot rod film of all time. I'm told that all the time. And I believe it. You know, it's been drummed into my head that it's the best. Do you ever get tired of talking about it? Never. How does it feel to be part of something that's so historic? I bask in the glory. I really do. I love the film. I love, uh, you know, without uh, American Graffiti being the success, it could have been a dud. You know, in fact, Universal Pictures thought it was uh, drive-in movie quality only. And... um, you know, that that wouldn't have done very well. and But uh, without American Graffiti, George Lucas wouldn't have be the billionaire he is today because he wouldn't have
0: gone on to do Star Wars. Right. And can you imagine a world without Star Wars? That would be hideous. Right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what fun would it be? <laughs> no you
1: know, fun. You know. But anyway, American Graffiti is... Uh, Really admired and loved by so many people, and like you, uh, a lot of people got their inspiration to go into the field of car repair, cars, pinstriping, car collecting, customizing. You know, it's an inspiration to to a ton of people. Right, it's it's it speaks to us. It, it does. It, it really does. And you know, I've been to Japan with the film, and the Japanese love it. And. I've been to Sweden and Europe, you know, I hear in Australia there's a, a huge car shows and it's really affected uh, uh, a lot of uh, hobbyists. And also, you know, those, uh, that music in the film, those, those people's careers were pretty much quiet and over with because, you know, it was now the, the 70s, the Beatles, right. a yeah. whole different sound. Booey, and that re- what is that? I don't know. And it, and it revived those careers and created oldie stations and all that so it was good for a lot of people and me included y-
0: well right now i understand during the filming yes. the uh, you filmed the first couple of nights in one city well we got
1: kicked out and you got kicked out yeah this, this one happen? guy complained that owned a bar that we were blocking his business because we were shot at night so that stands to reason but you know, that was San Rafael, and much to San Rafael's regret, we moved over to uh, Petaluma, California, and Petaluma takes all the credit. They have a huge hot rod show there. It's been going on for 10 years. You know, Modesto has a big one. There's so many American graffiti shows. It's it's just really great. Uh,
0: do you ever so see lucky. any other cast members? All you, the time. What do you talk to? Uh,
1: Bo Hopkins and I have done a ton of shows together. Paula Matt, uh, Cindy Williams. Toad doesn't do shows, though. How come? He's just not into it. And plus, he's a director, and he wants to be by the phone to accept all those directing jobs. So... It's just you know some people uh, interact really well with the public and some people just now, you know, can't do
0: it. And, and I already know the answer to this question, but I, I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> okay. So we did American Graffiti, <laughs> yes. then we did more American Graffiti, Yes, we which did. kind of didn't do well at the box office. No, I, I love it though. More, I th- yeah. They
1: wanted more. The the fans wanted more of the same. They yeah. wanted it to just pick up where it left off, and it just got too serious. You know, Vietnam and you know uh, Debbie was like working in a strip joint <laughs> but anyway um it, it just got too serious and Ron and and Ron Howard and Cindy Williams characters were bickering and on the verge of divorce and it was just too much for yeah, everyone it was they, just and, you know, people come up to me and say, they ought to do another American Graffiti, as you guys, as you are now. I'm like, nobody wants to see that. Th- that they want looks- to see us as teenagers, you know. Well, and, the, an and us- the
0: fun times, right? Yeah,
1: they don't want to see us on walkers and, you know, having heart bypass surgery. Forget it. Right.
0: They want to see us having all the fun <laughs> yeah. times and memories. Yeah. like uh, Drinking and smoking right. cigarettes. Right, and, and hanging out. You know, right? Making yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. So, cruising. Yeah, those were the days. Um, shooting the last scene, the drag race scene, Paradise Road. Yes. Uh, was it one shot, two shots? How long did it take?
1: Beats me. I didn't, you know, if I didn't have to work, I certainly didn't show up. You know, the night shifts, I don't know if you've ever worked all night, but it is not easy. Right. So if you didn't have to work, you didn't go watch, really.
0: Well, the little I've done on television, I know why they call it a production, because it is. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's a lot going on.
1: It was so cold that uh, summer in Petaluma. Uh, it must have been forty degrees, and we're trying to make it look like a hot summer night. I had that little spaghetti drap, strap dress on, and uh, a little sweater I wore, wore over my shoulders, and that was it. And I was freezing. Yeah, I But bet. um, and and we had no trailer, we had no chairs, so it was just pretty rustic. It really was.
0: You know, I I where's Fast Harry? Is Fast Harry here? Grab Fast Harry because I know he wants to ask he wants to ask our guest something before we get oh, him off okay. there. Um, Harry has a question for you, Candy. If you can uh, uh, give him a second here, Harry got distracted. He saw he saw a shiny car. Harry, you had a, you, had a, you had a question for Connie about uh, um, for Candy? About, you mean yeah, who's for Connie? Candy, for Candy, I'm jealous. Um, Who yeah, is it? Who's yeah, Connie? Yeah. yeah. Who's Connie, Connie? Stevens? Yeah. Connie Stevens? Yeah. What was that What was that comment you were making to her before? All I right.
4: walked up to her and I said, you're even prettier than Connie Stevens, which is what right. Toad told her. Right. Really? And, and, uh, yeah, 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 you're really? gorgeous.
1: I thought I looked like Sandra D. Yeah. Yeah, but well, you look like
4: you her ke- too. You keep saying stuff like that. We'll get some old Harper's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Girls don't pay, guys pay. There you go.
4: Hey, Girls I'm do. a high roller. I'll pay all day long. <laughs>
1: and you know what? Toad borrowed... from me. He never paid me back.
0: With interest, what's that going to come And I was
1: really, really mad at the time. Never paid me back. So with interest and penalties, he owes me about $30,000. Let's go collect. We'll
0: send send him an email. Send the boys in. I'll tell you this real quick story, Candy, and then we'll let you go. Um, About two years ago, and I think I told you this story. I want to do it here on air for posterity. Uh, a friend of mine by the name of uh, Rich Johnson used to own Steve's Auto Repair here in Midland Park. Rich passed away about uh, a year and a half ago. He came up to you at the Syracuse uh, Street Rod Nationals, I think they were, and you very graciously autographed that picture of you standing in front of the Deuce Coupe.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah,
0: and, and he said to me, I told her, sign it car doctor peel out and you were like car doctor who's the car doctor well I'm the car doctor I uh, I, I told you the story he got before it for you. and he got it for me and it was the last thing Richie gave me it's still hanging in my office at nice. home and I just want to tell you that I, I appreciated how kind you were to him Aww. and um, I know you have a busy schedule and uh, you've always got a lot going on
1: I tell you if anyone's in the neighborhood they need to come down and see this show uh, um, tomorrow we'll be here but it, this show is in its fourth year it is building it is giving uh, the other car show a real run for its money, the one in Parsippany. We won't mention the name. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, <laughs> this place is packed. Yeah,
0: it really pat, is. And, and there's one pat. of everything here, if not two of everything oh, here. There's, it's uh, a great show. Yeah, it really is. Well, listen, you're making it greater. And, oh, uh, it is
1: so much fun. It is my world. This is the world that I live in and I belong in and I love it.
0: By the way, what is Candy Clark Drive? As an everyday car. Oh,
1: you're not gonna. You're gonna be disappointed. Don't
0: tell me a Mercedes. No, gotta be a hot rod.
1: Honda. Mm. Yeah. All right. I, why'd you ask? I'll tell no, you. Off, I'll
0: tell you off air what Honda stands for. What? You don't know what Honda stands for? No. Had one. Never did again. I'm Ronan and the uh, car doctor with Candy Clark, American Graffiti, and so much more. And I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Welcome back, Ron and Andy and the Gar Doctor having a grand old time this bright and glorious afternoon here at the Sheridan Crossroads in Mawa, New Jersey, with the gang from Dead Man's Curve Car Club here in New Jersey as they're celebrating their wild hot rod weekend number four. But we're here to talk about a different car club, and uh, we're here talking about hot rods in general. The two gentlemen that I'm with are, are members of that by the name of the Bags. and we're going to welcome Al, who is to my left, and we're going to get to Ron in a minute to my right. But Al, let's start with you. Let's sure. talk a little bit about... Um, Car clubs and, and and the deuce bags and keep in mind this is family radio so let's uh, be careful how we say these things. I certainly um, will. Welcome to the Car Doctor, sir. Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, uh, talk a little bit about the uh, uh, about the club. What's it What's it all about? Well,
3: yeah, basically, what it is is a group of friends. We all started out hanging out. We started coming to car shows, and it started as a lone survivor kind of guy. He was all alone. And uh, he had a 32 deuce. Right. And he would come and he'd just set up a little sore horse and he'd be sitting there all alone. And then we met him, we started talking to him, and what do we all have in common? Cars. Right. It was great. So then we all started hanging out. It's a family show. And uh, it was, it just evolved into this
0: club. Right. We didn't
3: start off to be a club. It how, just. How long have you guys been a club? Uh, five years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, different. Now, from when you first started? Oh, sure. I mean, it keeps evolving. But we, we kind of keep it low key. But we have a variety of cars,
0: uh, deuces, or. I mean, you guys are hardcore. I was down in your booth area. That you've, kind of, you've kind of overtaken that part of the parking lot here at the Sheridan Crossroads. Um, what's with that bar for adult beverages? Uh, you know, that, is that a Ford, what was once it a Ford pickup truck? It's it now. It was a 29. 29- Right, and it's got a wooden bar, and the the smoke comes out of the radiator, and I'm thinking, I don't have time to open the beer, much less build the bar. Like, where do you guys find the time to do this stuff? Talk about creativity. Well, the group of us got together at night, three
3: nights a week, and we put in two, three, four hours, and we just built it. 5 Got years later here's the bar. yeah
0: so so this this was the first event this this took 5 years well, are this, you guys going to Well this, next is
3: the, this is the this next year we're doing a float yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and that'll be the, that'll be the parade of cars going by um, we we don't want to give it away because right. people copy us all the time right. i don't know why yeah but we're doing a float yeah i can imagine well i imagine when you get that float done and it's going to have to get painted you're going to turn to the gentleman to my right uh, that being Ron Schmidt Ron is one of the body guys i'm going to say in the uh, club, or maybe the only body guy. No, in the, I'm, club. Uh, the owner of Mountainside
5: Rod and Custom. Yeah, right, right. I share a shop with Mike, my friend, buddy. Mike. He's a band Performance, and uh, we kind of, we were, that car that he's talking about. We, um, it was going to be lawn art. Actually, we we're going to put it out on the road, but our landlord wouldn't let us. He said it was a piece of junk. Right. So we ended up uh, looking around, drinking some beers, and we're like, let's make a bar at of this. It's like we're a, a club, but we. You know, we're a car club, but we drink, too. So yeah. let's make a bar. So right. that's what you see. And, 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 and just and up, just have a grand old time Yeah, right? that's pretty much it, you know. So this turned into that, and we all got together, and it was like, wow, we started doing this did and you, that did, and everything else.
0: Did you always do customs? I mean, did you start no, out as a, I did, as a— I did collision work right. and paint work How different? How How different is this, and, you know, doing rods and customs versus doing collision work?
5: Uh, this is much better. <laughs> uh, is, is this creative yeah. for you? Do you yeah, get to look at something? Yeah, it's pretty and, good. I mean, I don't get as much time to do my own stuff. Right. You know, like I'm probably the only one in a car club that all my cars don't work. Right.
0: Well, the the, the, shoe, the, the shoemaker always goes well, we with get the, the bar. we didn't get the bar because was saying, all we didn't get and that's And that's what impressed me. I noticed the bar is done, so that's yeah, got to really be the important out, like, thing with two this group. It started out like a and a half ago, two months yeah. ago. So yeah. yeah. it right. came together pretty quick. Yeah, I noticed that. It was, well. like, hey, if we need to drink beer, we got to have a bar. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, but when you talk about creativity, just to get serious for a second, you
5: know,
0: does somebody bring
5: you a car and say,
0: paint it? What would you make it look like? How would you make it look? I'm
5: not. I'm not really a custom painter. I do regular paint work. Right. I have people that do like custom work for me. So I'll, I'll lay down any paint work. You know, I'll do candies, whatever. But right. I'm not like. I'm not. Or I can't draw. So right. it's
0: bad. So do you like? Do you like doing? custom work or candies i'm sorry candy yeah more so
5: like i don't run into too too much of that like right now i mean i only started doing uh having my own shop a little while ago right and um, you don't just there's not that much call really for it i mean a lot of people that do their own stuff that they do that like a lot of these guys here i'm sure they work on all their own cars themselves so so what's your i do a lot of stuff that people can't do i do a lot of welding fabbing this and that, or you know, I do paint jobs. Do you do work? Do you work during the day? Do you? Do oh yeah, no, night? no, I full time. Yeah, full-time, full-time yeah this, this is the good. Yeah, um, how do you put up with the interruptions? Uh, it's tough because I work by myself. So if yeah. people come there, it, it definitely takes a lot out of your day. Kind of, kind of. But it's not, not too down. bad. I don't answer my phone. So you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've I've been there, done that. And I guess when guys like Al show up, um, you, you know, Al, do you do you look at somebody like this with his fabrication ability and, and and think it's a dying a dying art?
3: I do, and uh, hopefully the kids coming up today will will get into it.
0: Right, and that's and that's really what you guys are trying to do. I know exactly. we kid around a lot here, but exactly. you know to impress upon the next generation because, yes. Yes. you know, what I say to people is to make them understand how important it is to pass this on. Imagine if the next generation looked at a 32 or an LS6 or a 55 Chevy and said, "Eh, it's just an old car with a loud engine." And exactly. uh, they didn't appreciate it. So once we're gone, all that stuff goes by and the world is driving Priuses. Uh, well, I hope not. Yeah, well, I hope not too. Know. Um, you, you know, it could, could be a big problem. Al, just real quick, what was your first car? I always love to ask this question.
3: 70 Chevelle. Yeah. 454. Right. LS6, four yeah. speed. So you had one. Yeah. Back in 1974.
0: Wow. $1,600. We don't even want to know what that car is worth today. Can't yeah, even hold
3: it. Yeah.
5: <laughs> but, no. You know what it's worth Yeah, today. I know what it's worth today. Ron, what was your first car? It's a 73 Corvette, 454, and I still have it now. It's got 22,000 original miles. I built it when I was young, and I took it off the road in around 82 or so, and it's been sitting in the garage. And you're the same. body guy.
0: You can put it back together.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I just haven't, because I, I guess if it was together, when I was younger, it'd be junk now, but it's still pretty pristine. It's still rolling along. Hey, now. is there a website real quick? No, not yet. Not, not yet. yet.
0: We're working on it. Hey. Well, they can stay tuned here, and we'll uh, keep them well-informed also about the uh, bar as it continues to evolve. I'll be looking for that next year. I'm Ron Anini, the co-director with the gang from the Deuce Bags. We'll be back right after this. Are we having fun yet? I know I am. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor here at the Sheridan Crossroads, Mawa, New Jersey, for the Dead Man's Curve Wild Hot Rod Weekend Number Four. Um, I got to tell you, I'm a little bowled over by the uh, the celebrities and the, the people coming through and the talent. And um, it's just it's it's very refreshing and it's like Nirvana to be here in this car culture and see what's going on with. Uh, Uh, Words just simply can't describe it. And being on radio doesn't describe it. And I'll tell you what, if we had a television camera here, that wouldn't describe it. You have to be here and be immersed in it to really uh, appreciate what's going on. But there's all facets and all sorts of things going on, all ways that the car culture is covered. And our next segment deals with the care and the storage of vehicles. And it's it's, it's kind of a cute story. And uh, let me introduce my next guest to my left, Matt from Motor Car Manor. Matt, welcome to The Car Doctor. Thank you. Thank
2: you for being here.
0: Um, when we started this conversation, I found you out in the parking lot. Um, I said to you, how did you get into this? Well, your words to me were, I started collecting matchbox cars as a kid. That is correct, and I still have them. The, the same matchboxes? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, be careful. I think Fast Harry is going to want to talk to you when you come <laughs> off air because um, he's, he's, he's the matchbox king. So you went as a little kid, little, and for those that may not know or remember, matchboxes were those little die-cast cars in the, in the boxes, and then they had cases. And and now you're an adult, and you're still kind of collecting matchboxes,
2: aren't you? Uh, yes, that's, that's correct. It's a lot more expensive right now. Uh, than uh, yeah, to do this. <laughs> correct. Um, uh,
0: do you ever sort of stand there in the, in, the, in the middle of the facility? How big is the facility that you currently have? Uh,
2: right now we're about 8,500 square feet, uh, which we're actually looking to expand uh, shortly. Business so is good. Business is very good. Yeah. Well, you could see how many cars that are right. here. Yeah. People need storage. Right. So. And and,
0: do you ever stand there in the middle of all that and think, if it was only all mine?
2: Oh, all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like a kid in a candy store. I mean, I, I stand there and actually it's actually probably the best thing for me it's it's the safest thing to keep my family happy is that i can stare at other people's cars they don't have to be mine right. Do you ever hope
0: that somebody can't pay the bill for storage and you get to uh, retain the possessions? No, I don't hope that, actually. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. but,
0: uh, why? Because then you'd have another one. Right. Well, chances are the vehicle that is left there, probably, no one wants. Right. Yeah. <laughs> how many How many vehicles are in the facility, anyone given
2: time, Matt? Um, during the winter time, we, we get about 35 to 40 cars there. How many
0: of those 35, 40 cars are customers and how many are yours?
2: You know, everybody asks me that question. Uh, I, and I can't imagine <laughs> why. Uh. Right. Well, a good portion of them are mine, but I also have uh, other facilities to store my cars, I guess. Yeah. Unfortunately, mine are the first to go Right when we fill up. So
0: what's, what's your favorite car in in the Matt's fleet?
2: Well, I have a, a 1957 Chevy Nomad, and it's a very original car. The interior is 100% original, still has the original uh, plastic seat covering over it. Uh, but what makes the car super unique is that it is a fuel injection car. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, this is that Matt? 57. Oh, now I know who this is. I didn't
0: realize who this was. Okay. I know the whole story behind This was the car with the original 57 fuel injection that's um, sort of been hand-assembled. and uh, Correct. Yeah.
2: Okay. Is this car here today? It is not here. Okay. Um, I just didn't want to bring it where we're located. We're located on the grass, and this car is one of those cars you don't want to leave outside right. for right. too long. Right. So I did bring one of our other cars, which would be another 57 Chevy Bel Air hardtop coupe.
0: So, if you were going to design this car show, you would have everybody in a bubble with
2: air conditioning. If I could, yes. And a giant dehumidifier. Right.
0: Um, So, so let's talk about that a little bit. You've designed this facility for storage. Correct. Um, What does that look like on the inside? Is it just, you know, is it a parking garage with with three storage lifts, or is there more to it than Um, that?
2: We actually don't have any lifts at this time. Uh, When I speak with customers, they seem to uh, kind of shrug at the idea of having their vehicle either on a lift or under a lift so we like to keep them on the floor and uh you know we're a very clean facility everything is uh you know there's we try to wipe up the oil because it seems like every car in there does leak
0: you know a friend of mine was down south this past week at um one of the engine builders for one of the nascar cup teams and he told me the story that when they walked in the building in the door to the machine shop as they, they walked down a narrow hallway he felt these blasts of air you know and he got to the end of the hallway, and he said to the guy that was running the tour, he says, and he said, well, we're blowing the dust off your clothes because you're now about to enter a clean room. I think you need to get one of those.
2: I, I agree. Uh, I, I would like to do that. See?
0: I could. <laughs> you were that kind of a guy. Did you have a messy room as a kid?
2: No. I'm uh, very neat. Yeah. I could, I bet you are. Yes. Um, in fact, um, when we have customers, uh, I have my very first car that I owned in uh, uh, in high school, I still hold uh, held on to it, and uh, I show my customers, this is my car since high school. It was never in a garage until maybe 10 years ago, and I just, I, this is my favorite car. I take good care of it. I do everything to it, and that's how I treat your car. And it's survived this long in my hands, even as a teenager. Right. And that's how I treat everyone's car. All right. What do you What do you recommend for somebody
0: looking to store a car, Matt? Real quick. What are some of the things they need to do? Uh,
2: well, it's super important to uh, you know battery tender or pull the mo- uh, pull the battery. Uh, you want to fill up the gas tank to prevent any moisture uh, buildup, or you can completely empty the tank. It's two options. Um, also, you know, you got to keep those uh, the tire inflated properly. Uh, make sure you don't get any flat spots. So occasionally rotate them if you're storing it in your home. Uh, a big thing uh, to fight is humidity. Uh, humidity will kill everything, especially with today's gas with the ethanol, and it will corrode the gas tanks and. Uh, it's just something that you really need to concentrate on if you can't put it in a secure, safe environment such as our facility.
0: Yeah. How tough is it to break into your building?
2: It's pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've often found myself uh, trying to get in after yeah, like, losing what, the key I, I, or forgetting think, yeah, the code. What if, you,
0: what if you forgot your key and you had to get in the building? You know, like everybody's got a way to get in. I'm betting you don't. Right. Yeah. Correct, um, and
2: you know, and we have a a keypad for the security code, and it's a rotating security code, so every month it changes. Yeah, I got
0: a feeling if the town would let you put armed guards out front, you probably would do that.
2: That's absolutely correct. And you're thinking
0: about a moat. I heard that conversation before. That's true. Uh, And if
2: I can get a Dragon, it would be perfect.
0: Yeah, it would just be a... (laughs) Well, listen, Matt, I got to tell you, I'm going to come over and take a look at the the cars you've got here today, and I'm going to get Jeff to drag me up. I want to see the 57. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I've got to tell you that there are a lot of artists here today, the way they build cars. And I think you've taken storage to that level. You sir are an artist, and uh, I you. think anybody would be uh, anybody would be uh, happy to put their car into your facility. So um, good luck to you much. in your future endeavors. Is there a website, real quick, that anybody can go yes. to? Yes,
2: uh, everybody can check MotorCarManor.com.
0: and there'll be all kinds of information. And, Absolutely, uh, cool
2: beans, Matt.
0: You uh, go have a good rest of the show and enjoy the afternoon. I'm Ron Ananey and the Car Doctor. We are back right after this. I am Ron Anini and in the car doctor at the Sheridan Crossroads in Mawa, New Jersey, for the Wild Hot Rod Weekend number 4 with a gang from Dead Man's Curve. As we roll along this hour, I have two gentlemen, one to the left, one to the right. I have Hot Rod Harry to my left, and I have Slag to the right. Two artists when it comes to creating that automobile, that custom ride that you're looking for. And uh, we thought we'd grab them for this segment and talk a little bit about it. Harry, let me start with you.
4: Um, or HR, maybe that would be the correct way to do this. <laughs> it's uh, um, Hot Rod Harry. It was a nickname I was given years ago. Now, now, a, now, it, were you given that nickname before you were into hot rods? No. So It came, it came after from a friend of mine. Isn't that so,
0: funny, right? You know, Hot Rod Harry and look what you're doing. Yeah. So you're, the, you're,
4: actually, the funny part about it is everybody calls me Hot Rod Harry, but I ride around in custom cars. There is a difference. Is there a difference? <laughs> Tell me about it. Hot rods don't have fenders. Customs are low and slow. Oh, <laughs> ah, okay. And is it, is it,
0: is it customs are going to be more uh, radical in their paint jobs? Is that a correct way to say
4: uh, it? It will work out to be about the same.
0: Yeah. Now, when you create a car for somebody, um, is it Harry or Hot Rod Harry? I'm sorry. <laughs> here's my 38 Chevy. Do what you want with it. Or here's what I think I'd want. And then you kind of guide them. What's it's the it's like? a little
4: bit of uh, what the customer wants, right. and if it's something that isn't going to look right once it's done, You'll I them. try and Right. Guide them out of it. Yeah.
0: You know, like.
6: Got to steer them the right way sometimes. Right.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
0: You know, is it is it. If the guy wants you to hang uh, DeSoto fenders on a Ford. and Yeah, that's uh,
4: not yeah, going
0: to work. Yeah, it's <laughs> not going to work. Right. Yeah. It's not going to. It's not going to look right. Yeah. Um, what are you working on in the shop right now?
4: Um, well, we're here this weekend shopping my 52 Plymouth Cranbrook four door. Right. Yeah. Notice
0: noticed that. That's that's going on right now in the parking lot. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I noticed everybody's got, uh, they're just, they're standing around going, look at these guys, they're breaking up (laughs) the old car, what the heck is this all about? Um, But what's going on in the shop, I mean, other than this 52, what do
4: you got? Well, my 54 two-door sedan that we chopped here last year, um, which is actually here right now, right in front of us. Right. Um, That's a little uh, work in progress. It took me about a year to get it all back on the road, and a lot of bugs worked out. Yeah. Um, It's pretty much it at the moment, you know.
0: You're doing, you do this, it's not just a job. You don't really work. This is your passion.
4: Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I grew up around hot rods and custom cars, so I just don't know any better, and it's what I love, and I stick with it. And and I, and I don't know not knowing any better is a bad thing <laughs> at this point. Oh, I'm not complaining yeah. about it, because I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: Yeah, and if you had all the time in the world and you could build whatever you wanted, what would you make?
4: It's sitting right at the curb right there, my 50 Ford.
0: Okay, so the work in progress. Yeah, look at that. Um, uh, and I can't see because my sunglasses aren't. Wow, look at that. Now, how long is That's a work in progress, yeah. Harry, or is that, yeah? And, I have
4: that car seven years. It was off the road for the last two. Describe that for everybody. There's it's no... A, it's a four-inch chopped two-door sedan. Right. Uh, nosed and decked, shaved door handles. Lowered about six inches. Uh, Foxcraft original 50s needle-loved bubble skirts. Wide white walls, 55 old hubcaps. Uh, it's got a 71-302 Ford motor in it. Uh, sixty seven Cougar C four trans and a seventy nine Granada heavy duty two ninety three geared rear. Harry, you're a soul from another era.
0: <laughs> uh, now where does this gentleman to my right fit in? Where does Slag fit into the grand scheme of things? Uh, you know, what's your what's your part of this operation, Slag? I'm the
6: fabricator, welder, metal man. So I create custom one off gas tanks, bodywork. The impossible is what i do
0: right so harry hot rod harry i don't get used to that yet will say to you hey we have to make this widget and you're the guy that he'll give you the drawing and you say here's how we're going to do it yes That's
4: exactly yeah. how it goes
0: yeah um and, and when somebody says give me an estimate what do you say can't
6: time and material right uh, you know you it know just, it's every everything should have a Price a dollar figure, but you can't. Nothing is a constant, right? Yeah. Everything is so variable on what you're working with and what you're doing.
0: And tell me if you can. And I know it's happened. It's happened to all of us. You get down to that last 15 minutes of the job. uh Uh-oh. Something doesn't look right. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't fit. Got to start over. Cut it apart. Throw it in the garbage. If I'm not happy with the job,
6: it doesn't go out the door.
0: Right. Right, so you know, it's got
6: it's got to be right.
0: Yeah, it's it's like I said where I started this conversation. You guys are artists. You guys are your canvas is an automobile or, or a piece of metal, um, and I think that's what the listening audience has to grasp. But I'm sure they have by now. Uh, you know that it's not it, just uh, it's not bodywork. It's creation.
6: Yes, it's a combination of both. Right, because in a final result, it does go for bodywork and paint, but to get to that point, there's so many hours and thought that has to just go into it to make it work.
0: Right. If 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 there's any kids in the mix here and they wanted to drive a car today, what would you make them drive or what would you let them drive? Something old. Something old. Slag?
6: What makes them happy? Because the guys driving the kids driving the new Hondas and stuff like that. They're starting off the same way we did. These cars were affordable when right. we were kids. So these now are the hot that,
0: rods of that, yeah.
6: Now that, that we're getting era. older, you can't go to a guy and be like, I'll give you 500 bucks for your 70 Nova. Right. It doesn't work it, that way. It, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, so. so they're going to go spend $500 on a new Honda. Or an older ten-year-old Honda, Honda yeah, and hopefully,
0: and customize and uh,
6: customize it from there. Something,
0: yeah. something to look forward to. Gentlemen, the clock's going to grab us, but I want to thank you for taking the time to stop by with us. I'm Ron in the Car Doctor. Hot Rod Harry to my left, Slag to my right. I'll be back right after this. Thank you. Welcome back, Ron on and Andy the Car Doctor, as we're kind of doing our closeout for the uh, end of the weekend here at the Wild Hot Rod Party with the gang from Dead Man's Curve. I have to my left, Danny C., and to my right, Mike Hickey. Mike's been my uh, go-to guy this afternoon. Danny's been running around. You guys are both tired.
7: <laughs> closing thoughts, Danny. I'll go to you real quick. Um, I think the best closing thought I could do for just where we are at this part of the day is just one big thank you to everybody who supported Dead Man's Curve and the Wild Hot Rod Weekend. Um, it's amazing how many people have come up to us and thanked us, and they can't believe what we put together. So in closing, I'm just going to say one big thank you to everybody who has supported this show and believed in us the last four years, and it, today it just exploded. We more than tripled our attendance, um, and everybody's just having an outrageous time, and it's just one big Thank you to everybody. What do
0: you see ahead for next year? Oh, my Real God. Quick.
7: You know, um, we're talking about putting a vintage trailer parking because nobody does a vintage trailer. So that would be kind of cool. Yeah, we're going to do something wild. Can I, can I get an umbrella? Yeah. Um, I need an umbrella. Yeah, I think you, you got to bring a couple of pink flamingos. A, a couple of pink right? flamingos, but I need a tent yeah. for
0: next year. Mr. Hickey, what are your thoughts here?
5: It, it's been an outrageous weekend. Uh, it, it's nothing but fun for everyone. Uh, the, the family environment, children are just blown away. The uh, the attractions um, you know, the celebrities that are here have been so personable and, and forthcoming. And uh, I just want to echo what Danny says. Uh, thank you very much for coming out. We appreciate you guys coming out. And it uh, sounds like we're getting ready for the muffler wrapping contest. Yeah, it sounds sure. like
0: uh, we've, got, we've got some things going on here as far as everybody's kind of clearing their throat. Well, i got to tell you, gentlemen, it's been, as I said before, radio doesn't suit this show because it's hard to describe it. And I don't know that a camera would capture it all. Maybe they if, can hear it. Yeah, I mean, you can hear it. You know, it's the energy of being here. It's 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 the sights, the sounds, the smell, the bark, the bite. It's it's yeah. what cars it, were at You have time. to be
7: here because when you see it, or you can tell anybody, because it's not a car show. It's an event with a car show, and every other thing is an attraction here, whether it be a right. celebrity or whatever. It, it's right.
0: a party. Yeah. It's an all party. It's, amazing. It, it it really is. Is. it's an extravaganza. Yeah, you, you, maybe, maybe we'll use that. We'll, we'll leave it there. It's an extravaganza. Gentlemen... Till the next time, and for everybody else out there, I want to just let you know it's been a great time here with the gang from Dead Man's Curve. I'm Ron Anini and the car doctor letting you know that good mechanics and hot rods aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya.